Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Coverstone Dreams and 40 More Years. So, let's start with a Coverstone Dream dated December 2020. Now, the point I'm trying to say here is that some things he's got, some things he missed, but as you get a little bit older and more mature understanding these dreams, you'll understand that some dreams... Like, for example, the words given to Dimitri Dudeman, they are prophecies. God is saying, this will come, period. You can't stop it. But most, if not all, of the dreams given to Coverstone, in my opinion, are warning dreams. They are prayer topics. They're saying, this is coming. This is headed your way. You've got an accident about to happen around the corner. You need to look because there's a car coming to the right, and if you don't slow down or you don't put on the brakes, you're going to hit that car. There are warning dreams. Some of them have come to pass. Some of them have come to pass softened. Some are just delayed. So that's what we're going to look at today. So this is December 2020. I saw visions. I saw people marching, protest, wearing masks, saw long lines, going to the hospitals, typical medical doctors, needle syringes, people on ventilators. So who would have thought all the way back in December 2020 that we would have people on ventilators? Nobody was thinking that. I saw newspaper headlines, people getting sick, ambulances flying down the roads, cities on fire. So he was told this is coming, didn't know to pray, and it arrived. I saw people with their fists in the air, yelling, screaming, angry at the world. Courthouses, state houses surrendered. That happened. People who are mad at the world, guns, shotguns, held above the air, above their heads, barriers within cities. That happened. No one knew to pray. No one was praying. So consequently, it arrived. Now, I'm sorry. He says, this is June 22, 2020. But the U.S. man is no longer making currency, making change like pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters. What do you mean? They stopped minting them. He went on to, was told, prepare for hyperinflation and just charge $2. We are only in the early phases of seeing the hyperinflation start now. But he was told, this is back in June of 2020. Then, June 22 of 2020 again, he says, I saw businesses shuttered, closed, schools closed, now, we saw some school close. As a matter of fact, that's a major battle going on right now. The DOJ is saying that we're going to start coming after these parents that are creating disruptions, not going along with our critical race theory and things like that. So he saw this in advance, and apparently there wasn't very many people praying for it, and it arrived. I saw bank buildings with roofs being taken off, money flying out through the roof like a vacuum cleaner. We're only in the early phases of this coming about now. We've seen things get more expensive. We've not seen the death of the dollar yet, like Shane Warren was told. But we can certainly see it's just over the horizon. As we're driving down the road, if we look to the right, we see a car speeding. We see that we have a green light. We see that they are not going to be stopping at their red light. So we can see we're about to have an accident unless we pray. That's the point of the Coverstone Dreams. I saw the Oval Office in the White House. I saw nobody moving around. That's very unusual to think no one is in the White House. He saw it before it happened. But now, let me jump down. This is 6-15-2021. A truck driver sent this to me. Pictures. Empty streets in Washington, D.C. Normally, they're packed. Here's another picture. And another picture. This is the, the Supreme Court. 
Nobody there. Here's another one. Pictures from Washington, D.C. If you look at the address, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, no one there. Another one. In the background, Capitol Building, no one there. Now let's go back to the dream. I was shown inside the actual Oval Office. The curtains pulled. No one was seated at the Resolute Desk. <laughs> Who'd have thought that had ever happened? So he saw it. No one prayed. No one knew to pray. No one saw a need to pray, and it came to pass. I saw fires everywhere. I saw people being rounded up. Now, this has not happened. But again, we had a solemn September assembly in 2020. We had a solemn October assembly, and we just had another solemn September assembly in 2021. We've specifically prayed against this. And so far, we have not seen Chinese and Russian soldiers on American ground. We've not seen Russian soldiers telling the Chinese soldiers to go and pick up these people, round them up, secure this quadrant. We have not seen that. But see, that's the point of the Coverstone Dreams, is to try to, try to tell us, there's a car coming, they're going to run the red light, you're about to be broadsided unless you pray. But now we have been praying. I saw blue helmets, haven't seen this. I saw military things taking place, I also saw no sign of the president. <clears throat> well, there are people that say that that has come to pass. That's probably all I should say. All right, let's skipping on down now. Now let's go July 25th. I clearly saw post office shutdowns with openings only a few days a week. Now, we haven't seen that. However, perhaps you missed this headline. Uh, UPS begins, USPS, excuse me, post office begins slowing down first class mail. Here's how it will affect the tri-state area. There's been other articles where the USPS is now saying we can no longer guarantee first-class mail is going to fly like first-class mail. There's going to be delays. He also saw greater violence in the streets, specifically saw federal buildings being burned to the ground. Well, we've seen fires. We've seen nasty words written on the federal buildings, but I'm not aware of any of them burning totally to the ground. My, my point is our prayers are working. Coverstone's dreams of warning are working. We're listening. We're making some changes. That's the point I'm trying to make at. That's good. I don't want to see the Coverstone dreams come to pass. I don't think you do either. Now, here's another one. August 10, 2020. I saw the $100 bill the size of a flag hanging on the flagpole burning on one corner. It was being lowered like a flag is being lowered at the end of the day. People had their hands over their hearts crying because the God of money was being lowered. The dollar had lost its value. Okay, that is in the early phases of happening. Starting August 24th of 2021, when the Saudi Arabia signed a new agreement saying that Russia is now going to protect him, that means that no longer crude oil has to be sold by dollars. Now, we've not seen the price of crude oil skyrocket too much. Yes, yes, I understand. It's going up. It hadn't gone up as much as we were expecting. We've also not seen the total death of the dollar yet. It's in the early phases. That's a good thing. But I'm saying to you, brothers and sisters, our prayers, our prayers are working, but we got to keep them going. Many people celebrating, others are devastated, totally torn up by the death of the dollar. Now look, the value of the American dollar was dying, and I heard someone playing taps in the background. As of August 24th, you can start playing taps. <laughs> As of August 24th of 2021, the death of the dollar is now in progress. Then I saw small churches, small groups of people kneeling and praying. That's us. 
And we've got to keep praying, my brothers and sisters. Look, if they don't know these Coverstone dreams are going out, or if they don't understand they got to pray, if they aren't continuing to pray, then they're a part of the problem. They're not a part of the solution. They were wrestling in prayer with the spirit of the age, kneeling and praying, people protected by bubbles of safety. And have you not seen the people that came to the Solomon in October, September assemblies? Have you not seen people that are praying, that are believing this stuff? We're getting God's protection. But the ones that clocked out, they don't want to believe none of this stuff. Side said, we don't have to worry about this. We're going into pre-trib rapture. Faithful core of the church had not been compromised in their values and their faith. They were being encouraged to stay strong. And that's the message of today, too. Stay strong, stand strong, keep preaching, praying, and believing. We can get the victory. And I've got a request here in just a minute. August 24th, 2020. I saw a calendar turn to the month of November, and it's also, uh, I saw shadows flickering all over it, and I saw a light in the sky, a very large, bright light, then darkness. What would that be? What would the very bright light in the sky, followed by darkness, what would that be? Answer, my opinion, suitcase nukes. I began to make out through the dawn's haze and the fog that many Americans were emergency shelters. Why were they emergency shelters? You know, in my lifetime, I've never seen anybody go to an emergency shelter. I've never been in an emergency shelter. I've never had to go underground for fear of anything. But he's saying it's coming. Now, again, a lot of this, look, just because it didn't happen in November 2020, don't think it's not coming. We've already been praying for a softening and a delay. So part of our prayers have been answered. We've not seen the suitcase nukes go off yet. Heavy on the word yet. And, all right, I'll tell you something else here. So I was praying, and the thought came to me, well, maybe I should just stop praying every day that the suitcase nukes will not go off. Boom, instantly. I got a yawn. No, 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 we must keep praying that those suitcase nukes do not go off. We do not want to see those go off. So my brothers and sisters, we got to keep praying on with the, the message, though. I began to make out through the dawn's haze and the fog that many Americans were in emergency shelters. There seemed to be snow on the ground. You see, Coverstone didn't know about the suitcase nukes. He didn't understand what he was saying. But you and I, we understand. We know. Snow on the ground was dirty, gray, almost like ash. He even says the word ash. What is it called? It's called fallout, my brothers and sisters. It's called fallout. There were people huddled together and shivering. Why were they shivering? Because this is in November. Individuals were lying on cot, suitcases all over the place. Why suitcases? Because they grabbed their grab bags, what they could, a few clothes, and they ran to the emergency shelters. Why do they go to the emergency shelters? Because the suitcase nukes went off, and they were told to go to the emergency shelters because they didn't know if what there's not going to be more of them going off, you see. Desperate looks on the faces of most everyone encourages in the crowds. Who is that? Right here. Right here. That's us. That's us. Okay. Encouragers of the crowds, all wearing crosses, stood out emotionally from everyone else. Why? Because it didn't rock our, our world. It didn't scare us. We knew this was coming. We were prepared. We've been getting prepared. I'm not talking about just food and things like that. I'm talking about here in our spirit. We've been getting prepared for years, my brothers and sisters. We are the soul winners. We are the ones, we don't want to see the trouble come. We want to see souls. But we also understand that right now, if something does not shake the church, if something doesn't shake the people out of the church, 
They're not going to go into the church. So we understand this has to happen. They had smiles on their faces. They're checking on people, trying to show patience and kindness. And sometimes they were met with anger, told to go away. We understand that. But they just kept doing what they were doing. Despite of the manifested upset, despite all the anger that sometimes they caused, they kept going. They kept praying. They kept trying to win souls. I saw headlines that said shock and awe in the U.S. Now, when have we heard of shock and awe? Uh, well, that would be back in what, March of 19, what was it? Uh, I forget the year, 03. You remember, remember when we started to go in to attack um, Saddam Hussein? Remember back those? They said, what's it going to look like? And the words were shock and awe. <laughs> and of course, when we actually attacked, it wasn't shock and awe. But those are words specifically to the United States. In other words, it's saying when these suitcase nukes go off, and they're not going to go off, we're going to pray they don't go off. That well, what we would say is shock and awe. Again, we're going to pray that this is at least softened and delayed, if not prayed away. As well as another that read, UN steps in to help the host nation. We're praying that's not going to happen. Then the figure appeared, that's the angel that's talking to him, remain braced as this calm comes before gathering storm, that recovery will have a hard time finding. Remain braced as this calm comes before a gathering storm that recovery will have a far hard time finding. Why did it repeat? Because we have to understand, when it is a warning, it's said once. It's saying it may or may not come to pass. But when it said it twice, this one you can count on. So it's saying, stay ready, that there's going to be a gathering storm, but we're praying that the suitcase nukes won't be part of the storm. We understand the storm has to come because that's what's going to get people to receive Jesus. Now let's go to the next one. This is not the same one. I know it's going to sound similar. But again, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So in that he got a second dream, pretty much saying the same thing that tells us on this one, we better be praying really hard. September 4, 2020. I saw the calendar of December. And that just to get to it, he says, it's December that flipped over to January. The vision started. I saw long food lines. Why would there be food lines? It didn't say anything about higher food prices. It says no food. Well, of the other nine dreams I have that have all been given this year, not a one of them said that it was just food getting up and going more expensive. Yes, several of them said it went up six times. But... Many of them said no food, okay? That means you better get you some food. And of course, I'll send you to heavensharvest.com, promo code STAN. I saw people waiting for what seemed like hours standing in line, not in cars. Why weren't they in cars? Because the suitcase nukes fried all of the computer chips and the cars and the houses. That means that not only is there no electricity in the house, but even if they had electricity, the computers didn't work. And even if they could get the doors open on their cars, it means the cars wouldn't start. And I've got several other people that have seen dreams or visions of the same thing. And, of course, if you want your cars to start, if a suitcase nuke goes off near your home or your car, then we'll send you to empshield.com. Promo code there is prophecy. I have them on my car, my wife's car. Took me all of about 10 minutes to watch the little video, and I thought, oh, well, that's not hard. I did it myself, and I'm not a mechanic. Put on my house, put on my car, and so, <laughs> matter of fact, I had, I had my battery about died in the cold this past winter. So I took it into the car dealer. What's that? 
it's an EMP device, be sure and put it back on after you put on the new battery. So, yeah, I've got them on my cars. <clears throat> anyway, long food lines. People standing lines, not in cars. Now, this is a real big confirmation. Okay, we ought to be saying like, ding, 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 ding. We better pay attention to this one. I saw ships and ports. What are we seeing right now? I just got an article the other day, 62 ships. Now, these are not small ones. These are the ones that have the big containers. They're, I don't know, 1,000 or 2,000 containers. How many containers on each one of those ships? There's 62 of them here a couple of weeks ago, setting just off the port of Los Angeles, setting, setting idle. You're hearing on the news almost every day, oh, yeah, we're trying to get this bottleneck. Well, it's it's a man-created bottleneck. It's caused by the Molon and Ball worshippers. Why? Because they don't like to see the buddies rounded up and arrested, and they're afraid. And so this is part of their blackmail. This is part of their threat. If you do this, we'll shut down all of the products coming into America. That's part of it. And, of course, another one of the threats is the suitcase nukes. I saw ships in the ports. This is happening now. On the east and the west coast, Sitting idle, happening now. There was nothing moving at sea, nothing. Well, we're not that bad yet, but again, we're praying. I saw a headline that said, Baltic Dry Index Dead. Okay, that means nothing is moving globally. We're not there yet, but you let suitcase nukes go off, and we'll be there. They said nothing was moving in trade around the world. I noted there were no Christmas tree lights this December. What are they saying right now? They're saying, well, this is going to interrupt our Christmas. They're saying, if you want Christmas presents, you better buy them right now. So, I mean, this is happening now as we speak. So if you have some friends that are skeptical, show them this. This is 2020, and here it is. It's it's in the news. No sales mention Christmas lights, no Christmas displays, Santa Claus, Easter, Christmas type things going on. It was a great sadness over the land. People seem to be very dazed and very confused. I continue to see shuttered property, people in homes wearing coats. Why coats? Because electricity's off and there's nothing heating their home. Wearing coats, closed curtains. Why closed curtains? Because they're afraid because there's a bunch of bad people outside. Con a, con a consistent vision. People inside their homes looking out what's going on. When I look at people outside of their currents, uh, cur uh, looking out of their curtains, I see more of this dark gray snow stuff on the road. This is the second dream, seeing the dark gray snow stuff, the fallout. So it's two dreams showing it. Again, we got to pray against those suitcase nukes, brothers and sisters, or they're going to hit. It wasn't pure uh, snow like after a fresh snowfall. Well, it was fallout, okay? I saw headlines reading, Nationwide outages plague the Southwest. Why? Because the suitcase nuke fried all the electrical things, so there's not any electricity, and that means there's probably not natural gas flowing through the pipes either. Probably cars not starting because their computer chips got fried, and you can't get new computer chips. They can't even get new computer chips for the new cars they're building. Another headline said, Americans don't know who's to blame for the darkness. Why? because they don't know that those suitcase nukes were actually made by the Russians back in the 80s, secreted into our nation back in the late 80s, early 90s, and hidden there years ago by the Molo Kambal worshippers so they would have blackmail, saying, you let us do what we want to do, or just like he said, we've ruled this country or this, this world for thousands of years, we'll destroy it rather than give it up, unquote. Some of the darkness stretched into Canada, stretched north into Canada, but it was not everywhere. Then I saw vultures with food hanging out of their mouth. 
These vultures were heavy and fat with rotting food hanging out of their mouths. Why do they have plenty of food? I'll tell you why. Because the electricity went off two or three days later, all of the food in the freezers and refrigerators reached room temperature. So everybody had to gorge for a few days and eat it off before it went bad, but it, it obviously went bad, so they had to throw it out. And so that's why you're seeing vultures having a bunch of food hanging out of the mouth. The, the vultures had heyday. I saw depression as a creature with a face mask and a smile, but was choking people, pushing them down to the ground. Then I saw the St. Louis Arch, people standing under it with expensive watches and business suits. And I saw them with nuclear suitcases. Again, Coverstone didn't know about the suitcase nukes then. He just hearing from God. But this is what, the third example of this? So we should be paying attention. Now let's jump to September 26th. The leader, I'm, I'm skipping a whole lot of this because it's a long one. I'm going to get right to the point. The leader of the good horses declared, time to engage. That's what, he's, that's what the Lord is telling us right now. It's time for the Christians, the ones that do know what's going on, sad to say it's us, time to engage. It's time to go to spiritual war, not guns and, and, and bullets, but on our knees. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not signs protesting. But they're mighty through God. Are they pulling down strongholds, loosing the angels to do warfare? Our battle takes place on our knees, my brothers and sisters. That's where we get our victory. Every single one of them was needed for the fight. It's saying every one of us is needed in this spiritual battle. This leader wasn't just begging. He was commanding them, saying, this is the way. Here it is. Here's the way. We say, the Bible says this is the way. This is the way. Walk ye in it. So the angel is telling us specifically to pray. That's what it's saying. No other way you can get around it, okay? This leader wasn't just begging. He was commanding them, saying, this is the way. Here's what you have to do. You must fight. You must fight this battle. You must go with us. Get ready. We're going to lead the way. Follow behind us. The good horsemen went up and down, giving the strategy, saying every single one represented must fight, meaning all Christians must fight this spiritual battle now. The people sitting on the hill continued to just sit and watch. Who's that? That's the people, well, they believe in a pre-trib rapture. Their pastors have told them, while their prophecy experts have told them, you don't have to worry. Jesus is going to come in the clouds and suck you up. You're not going to have to see any trouble. Just like Revelation 18 says, I said a queen and I'm no widow and she'll see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. That's talking about the Christians that don't think they have to go to battle. All they have to go and listen to their pastor tell them one more wonderful, encouraging word, never a negative word. Sit and watch the battle and pay no attention while what's going on. See, those people, your friends that are in that category, you need to send this to them. You need to tell them, look at buddy, you got to watch this. You got to watch every minute. You got to watch the whole thing. So they just sit and watch the battle and paid no attention to what was going around them or the surroundings. Suddenly, the ragtag army, that's, that's the Christians that aren't praying. The ragtag army, those who refused to fight, those who sat watching the battle appeared, a group of 20 of the evil army. They snuck up behind them very carefully. The evil army had swords, battle axes, large clubs closed in with total surprise, meaning there's a total surprise coming to the church. Coming to the sleepy church, 
coming to those people that don't want to hear anything about the end time. They don't want to hear anything about the last day. It's negative. You've heard it. I've heard it. In total surprise, they attacked and literally beheaded five of them before they even knew what was happening. The ragtag army, or the backslidden Christians, were all dead corpses. Corpses, beheaded people who had no armor or swords who refused to fight. What does that mean, no armor? means they don't understand. They don't put on the full armor of God every day. They don't ask the angels to be round about them. They don't, they don't understand that the word of God that they quote every day is their sword. Beheaded people who had no armor or swords refused to fight. Now, as a confirmation, this comes to us from Dimitri Dudman. He actually told me this one in person as we were driving around back in, I think it was February of 1987. One night, while in Oregon, I dreamed the sky was getting dark. Suddenly it turned pitch dark. It was as if the whole world had gone dark that moment. All the people were in a frenzy, screaming, disoriented. Some people, after some time, we heard the sound of an army approaching. Uh, That's talking about right now. We hear an army approaching. Soon, we saw them coming out of the black mints. They were dressed in black, except one. That one seemed to be their leader. He was dressed in a red robe with a thick black belt over his waist. On his head, he had a sign. As I looked, I saw that in his hand, he had the same kind of sharp spear as everyone else in his army. I'm Lucifer, he explained. I'm the king of this world. I've come to make war against the Christians. What does Revelation 18 say? He made war against the Christians and overcame them. I've come to make war against the Christians. It looked as though all the Christians were huddled together in one big group. Some began to cry when they heard this. Others began to tremble. Some just stood without saying anything, and Lucifer continued to speak. All of those that want to fight against my army and think that they can be victorious, go to the right. Those that fear me, go to the left. Only about a quarter of the group stepped to the right. All of the others went to the left. Now, who's the ones that went to the right? Those are the ones that know that they have been given power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. They know who they are in Christ. They know that what comes out of their mouth is what happens, not what Lucifer does. Jesus gave us all power over serpents and scorpions. Only about a quarter of the group stepped to the right. All others went to the left. Then Lucifer ordered his army, okay, destroy those on the right. In other words, the ones that didn't want to fight him. The the army began to advance quickly and surrounded the Christians on the right. As they began to close in on us, a powerful light appeared and encircled us. Then the angel of the Lord spoke and said, Take out your swords and fight. Defend yourself. Be victorious over the army. What swords? A man said. The word of the Lord is your sword. So the angel answered, and we understood what the angel meant. We began to quote verses from the Bible. Suddenly, as if we were one voice, We began to sing a song. Our voice thundered so loudly that the dark army began to retreat in fear. They did not have the courage to come against us anymore because they had swords. They had verses memorized. My question, do you have verses memorized to fight the Bible or to fight the the, the devil? Lucifer then, filled with rage, turned to those on the left. You, who all of your life have been trying to please two masters, because you cannot stand against me, I have the power to destroy you. He ordered his army to attack. It was a total massacre. The ones on the left could not defend themselves one by one. They all fell. This killing seemed to go on for a long time. After a while, we could actually smell the stench of the dead. 
Why could they not be protected also, someone asked. The angel said, because all of their life they have been lukewarm. Because of their hypocrisy, why were they lukewarm? I'll tell you one big reason. They believe that a pre-trib rapture is going to save them. They don't believe in Jesus. They believe in the pre-trib rapture. Because all of their life they've been lukewarm. Because they're of hypocrisy, the true church has been blasphemed. They have brought disrespect to the word of God. They were not clean. We continued to look as we saw the sun coming over the horizon. The black clouds, black clouds began to break up. Then they disappeared. Only one was left, which was Lucifer, and his army stood. Lucifer looked at me, shaking his fist, saying, I will destroy even you, even if I have to throw my spear at you from here. Then the cloud disappeared too. Meaning, we need to be fighting, my brothers and sisters. We got to fight. We got to fight. We got to fight. I looked around and began to see faces. I began to recognize. I strengthened me greatly. I awoke. The first thought that I had was this had been the last fight of the devil against the church, meaning we are now in this fight. That's what the angel is speaking to Coverstone here. He's saying we are now in that fight. That's what he's saying. Back to Coverstone, October 20, 2020. A house divided against itself shall not stand, meaning even if you try to stand, the Lord is going to see that you do not stand if you're divided. And right now we are a nation divided. This story is of the cheating surrounding the November 3rd, 2020. I can't say the word. You know what I'm talking about. I saw the man I had seen the previous dream standing at the place where the president gives the State of the Union address. He tapped the microphone three times and stated in a loud voice, A house divided against itself shall not stand. The emphasis was on the word shall. He then pushed the microphone down and walked to the door in the rear of the room, flipped off the light switches, slammed the door shut, meaning the judgment has been set, just like the angel spoke to Dimitri. The fall of America has been set. I understand that, but I'm not giving up. I'm asking you not to give up. I'm asking you to continue to pray that God will give us more time. Continue to pray for a softening and a delay what we can't pray away. Continue to pray for a softening or a delay what we can't pray away. Now, another one, Coverstone. Now it's up to you, church. The man of the group of the believers turned to me and identified himself as the Christ-type man, and he said, I will brace you against the demons. Just believe and do not fear. Isn't that what he's been telling us the whole day? He's going to protect us in the day of trouble. If, if we know who we are in Christ, if we are fighting, if we are praying, I will brace you against the demons. Just believe and do not fear them. I saw shimmering of the great lakes, and water appeared to go out of the bowl, skipping, an earthquake out of the central point of the area of the great lakes, skipping again. I saw Rocky Mountains trembling on the coast in California, shaken. It was as if I was sanding on part of the top of the Rocky Mountains, and skipping again. I saw the face of George Washington speak from the mountain, saying, Hold the fort, toe the line, fight. Many of these dreams from both Dimitri and Coverstone is saying, brothers and sisters, we've got to fight. We've got to fight. And the fighting is our prayers, our fasted prayers. The clouds covered the Mount Rushmore monument again, and the sun came out and started to rain. I saw the Christ-top man walking along saying, now it's up to you, church, meaning that the Lord has done what he can do, what he is willing to do. And now it's up to us. It's what comes out of our mouth. 
that determines what happens in our nation. So, January 15th. Now, look at that day. That's important because when is January 15th? This is just before the inauguration. Now, I'm going to tell you right up front, I do not believe we have missed it. I do not believe that it's too late. But I am calling people to fast and pray here in just a second. So Leslie had a dream, and it's called The Recipe for Christian Victory. She was told we need to fast and pray four days to get four more years to get 40 more years. Now, look at the date, January 15, 2021. Again, I do not think we've missed it. So she said, I'm skipping a lot of it. The first person raised his banner high, and the wording on the banner said, pray on your face. So that's the first thing we are instructed to do. I instructed each person in the room next to humble yourself to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Next, I instructed the second person raise the high banner, banner high, which said, pray for yourself, family, and loved ones. See, because before we go praying against the devil, we got to pray for strength for ourselves. Then instructed the third person, hold up the banner, which said, pray for the president, DJT. I said, the battle can be won. The battle can be won. Now, let me tell you what happened. So we put this out, and our people fasted and prayed for four days. And the next thing is about to say, pray for four more years. We did. The next thing is about to say, we must not cover our faces in the sheets. We must turn, not turn our heads to ignore. We must realize the future is up to us if we pray and unite. It said we must pray on our face. Let's go on. <clears throat> She said, we were told we must not say it's up to the Lord, whatever he will do. It's not up to the Lord. It's, it's up to what we say. It's up to us. Also, we must not say, well, it's just by faith, not really believe it. We must not say, ha, ah, it's just over. We, we'll, we'll wait another four years. Okay, so we must not believe the. We must not say those things. We must not just say the prophets say, but we must speak the words back in the spiritual realm. Instead, we must fill the atmosphere with the positive words, believing that we can have the victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what happened on January 20th. Okay, I understand all that. But what I'm asking people to do is to do it again. Pray that righteousness wins. Evil is defeated. I'm asking people, then the, pray, the, the request was to prepare to pray from January 15 to 19. Ask for four more years than 40 more, four more years, and we can have the victory if we pray in our faces as often as we can for four days to receive four more years, to receive 40 more years for America. But here's what I'm asking. I'm asking everybody in the Prophecy Club, if you will join me, me and my family, and I'm going to ask our church Sunday, starting November Actually, it's, it's Halloween night, at midnight, Halloween night, starting for four days. I'm asking everybody to pray for midnight, back up here, for midnight Sunday to 4 p.m. Thursday. I'm asking everybody to pray on our face at least four times a day, four times on our face for four days, and I'm asking everybody to pray for 40 more years. Okay, fine. Maybe we only get 39 years. That's better than what right now we have coming. I'm saying... If if we will pray, we have to act like we're the only ones praying. If, if, we have to act like it's it's up to us. It, but if we can pray, we have to act like we can do this. We have to believe. So I'm asking everybody from midnight, Halloween night, until 
November the 4th, which is Thursday at 4 p.m. Everybody to fast. Now, I'm not asking you to hurt yourself. Uh, still do coffee or juice or whatever like that. Uh, still take your meds, all that sort of stuff. Don't hurt yourself, okay? But I'm asking everybody to join me, if you will. We're going to fast for four more days. We're asking everybody to pray on their face four times a day. We're asking you to ask for your sins to be forgiven. Two, put on your full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness. Well, here's the way it sounds. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to forgive our sins, sins of our family, sins on Prophecy Club, uh, our church, our ministries, and supporters. We put on our full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, loins of the truth, and feet of the gospel. We pick up the shield of faith and sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We ask you to place your ministry protecting guardian angels all around us, our family, our finances, and possessions, so that no harm or evil befall us. We plead the blood of Jesus over our body, soul, spirit, mind, subconscious, subliminal areas, and all communications coming to, from, around, and concerning us. Now, with our sins forgiven, our full armor of God on, the angels placed around about us in the name of Jesus, and then we get on our face and we pray. We pray four times a day. We're asking God to give America 40 more years. Ask for the whole thing. We're asking for 40 more years for America, brothers and sisters. We must, we must do this. That's a request. You don't have to. I'm telling you, I'm going to ask you to do it. I'm doing it. My family's going to do it. Our church is probably going to do it. Refreshing. We must not say it's up to the Lord. We must not say it's just by faith and not believe it. We must not say it's over. It's too late. We already lost. Can't do that. We've got to let the right words come out of our mouth. Now, let's jump to November 4. Coverstone again, called Hold the Wall. This is explaining why some things have happened that are bad. I saw a bunch of people holding a wall and pushing against the wall like they were supporting it. Behind the wall was a large amount of water, and I saw hundreds of thousands of people holding that wall, pushing up the wall. I could see the wall shifting and moving. Sometimes the wall would push back, and people would brace it, so it's a tug of war against the wall. Some of them would answer their cell phones, and they would ring, and they would get distracted. One person stepped away from the wall, answered the phone, started talking, forgetting about praying. See, this is telling us what has happened. This is telling us why not all of the things that Coverstone warned us about to pray for, to pray against, he's explaining why some of them have come to pass. is because some people forgot to pray. They got busy. They got caught up in the cares of the world. Fewer people holding the wall made all the others have to rebrace themselves. In other words, there's got to be enough people pushing against the wall. And that wall, let me just tell you, that water's the devil coming after us. Now let's jump to January 9, 2021, called Plumline. So in this case, the angel came to him and showed him he is going to shake Wall Street. Now, the next thing he showed him, that he's going to shake the capital, meaning the government. Now, here's the point. Then he came to him and he said, I am also going to shake the church. I warned them. I Then he shook the church even more aggressively than he did Wall Street or uh, uh, what was the other one? Or the Capitol building, either the, the, the business or for the government. He didn't church, shake the church harder because he said, I warned them. I told them. People like Dimitri and others. Some ran away. Now, here's the point. Some ran away as fast as they could, throwing down their Bibles. Well, they probably weren't King James real Bibles anyway. There were some of the other uh, easy versions, the other positive versions, you know, like the not inspired version, the NIV version. 
Some ran away as fast as they could, throwing down their corrupt Bibles. Well, it didn't say that, but that's what they were, throwing down their corrupt Bibles, not looking back, leaving as fast as they could, even the pastors running out with them. They were saying, I never knew him. They were denying Jesus. I don't know him. That's not my church. They were embarrassed for being part of the church. (laughs) They had been shaken. They were walking away. In other words, Jesus is saying, I'm about to bring some really hard times on America. Don't walk away. Stay braced. Stay faithful. Now let's jump to the positive part of it. Daniel Coverstone again, January 20, 2021. I think, look at the date, January 20, 2021. I saw a nursery with hundreds and hundreds of babies. All about to be, they were all about to be saved. A lot of fruit is coming. A great harvest is about to arrive. He says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. I saw thousands of frightened people, newborn Christians coming to the kingdom, thousands of day-old babies, new converts into the faith. There's about to be an incredible harvest and an incredible amount of fruit brought into the kingdom, but it's not going to be enough people to disciple and help encourage and teach and lead and guide them. That's why I've been saying for a long time, God has called me to build up an army of end-time prophecy teachers working miracles. That's why we're doing the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. That's why we do all of these things. I want to be part of that great end-time revival. I want to be part of pointing a lot of people to Jesus. Right now, though, right now our job is to pray. Pray that things don't get too bad, too harsh, because they're about to get really, really tough. So I'm asking people, from Halloween night at midnight until November the 4th, I'm asking everybody to pray on our face four times a day. Be sure and put on your, your, ask your sins to be forgiven, your full arm of God, put the angels around about you first, and pray for America to get 40 more years. I'm asking everybody to pray for four days to get 40 more years, for God to turn the victory around. Make the internal revolution a real cleaning of house instead of the fall of America. That's what we got to ask. Now, let me give you an update. This is a an old um, estimate to get our roof in Topeka um, re-roofed. And as you can see, I just signed that just a few minutes ago today, and I had to cover my signature for some bad person that might try to use that against us. But you can see here it's dated March 23rd. We've contacted them. We're asking them to continue to to, to accept that that estimate. We've found that the other one for 16000 eh, maybe not so good. It's more of like a fly-by-night country or company. But this one is a good company, and so we're, we're asking them to observe that. So $20,000 for a new roof, as we've talked about. Our roof is, <laughs> well, when it rains, we've got now, we're up to six buckets. We have to put out six buckets to catch the rain. And we're also asking, well, our, our new sign of their church is supposed to be installed Monday. We've got a $6,000 balance on it. This is not the way the church looks right now, because right now, up here, there is just red brick. There's, there's no sign. 17 years the church has been going. We've not had a sign. But they're supposed to be installing it possibly Friday, but for sure by Monday. I just talked to the guy. This is the Whataburger side of the building. So as people circuit the Whataburger, they're going to see our sign. We believe it's going to start helping our church really grow. And if God has blessed you, if you can help us with these $20,000 for roof and $6,000 for a sign, if you can help with that, now would be a really good time. Yes, we've got some donations. I'm not 
at last check, we're not up to everything that we need yet. So anyway, yes, if God is blessed and you can help us, now would be a wonderful time. The good news is EMP Shield has devices the military testing facility says protect 100% against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges, backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. View simple video installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV. You can have electricity in a blackout. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card and it helps your Prophecy Club. Terry Sock is a prophecy student and he reads his King James Bible and he believes in winning souls so much he is supporting the Prophecy Club so that we can win more souls. So if you want to support someone that loves prophecy and wants to win souls, I'm going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com where you can get all sorts of precious metals, gold, silver, rhodium, palladium, and things like that. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.